This is Hope FM. Now, if you're a regular listener to the station, you'll know that we have partnered with the, the Community Action Network and uh, the lovely Emily is joining me uh, right now to reveal uh, this month's uh, Community uh, Hero Award. And it, it must be a real a real challenge for you, Emma, and the team down at Community Action Network to uh, to pick on one particular charity. Uh, is, is, it, is it a difficult task? Oh, it is so hard, so hard. Hi, Blair. So um, we, um, yeah, so every month we try and think of a particular theme um, around a special date that's kind of happening that month. So, for example, this month we've kind of honed in on National Children's Day, which is on the 16th of May. So we want to we, we want to kind of make sure we're championing, celebrating an organisation that um, supports uh, and helps children and their families. But um, yeah, we to kind of select. We ha- we ask organisations and um, charities and community groups to come back to us and kind of put a plea to anyone that would like to be championed and celebrated by Can for the month in our Community Hero in the Spotlight initiative. And then our our team then looks at all the different um, proposals and pictures, and we we have a vote. So we try and keep it as um, fair as possible and then we see who kind of comes out top on the vote really but it's so difficult so so difficult well it's been a joy because obviously i've been able be in the privileged position of being able to profile each of the organizations that you've selected and i've got i've got my mystery guests lined up today yes and we may even be going down to the beach today i'm told you know because the, the as you probably know the weather wasn't supposed to be that brilliant today but looking out my window so far it's still shining so we there's a bit of activity going down uh, at southbourne beach so we think we're going to try and go down there and find out a little bit more but now is the time emma for you to reveal the organization that are this month's uh community heroes in the spotlight so over to you for the big announce i love you thank you so um this month's community hero in the spotlight is home start southeast dorset so we um this organization is just a wonderful charity and they've been helping parents to navigate mental health challenges and create a healthy childhood for children so um even through the pandemic they've continued to deliver their services providing invaluable support and guidance to parents at a time when so many are felt isolated and alone so we just wanted to kind of recognize champion and celebrate all the great work that they've been doing um for all all those parents that have kind of struggled as a as a parent myself the lockdown has been very, very difficult. So I can um, imagine an organisation like this would just be, be amazing. Well, that's fantastic. And I'm looking forward. I've actually got, I can now say I've got Cathy Fried-Banks in the studio. Cathy is, is the Chief Operational uh, Executive uh, with Homestart Southeast. And uh, and actually, uh, Cathy, the, the, what's happening down in Southbourne Beach at the moment? We've actually got a group running this morning down there. Um yeah, we were a bit worried about the weather earlier, but it looks fine now. So we're hoping there'll be a, about six or seven families down You've there. You've got a beach hut, haven't you? We, yeah, we've managed to um, secure a bit of funding to hire a beach hut just for the next couple of months till things can go back to normal in our, in our uh, premises. This is Hope FM. Oh yes, sweet darling, so glad you are a child of mine. 
Well, that's the amazing uh, Carol King there and uh, Child of Mine uh, as uh, selected uh, by Emily from the Community Action Network. And as you heard there, uh, this month's uh, Community Action Network's Choice of Community Hero in the spotlight is that wonderful uh, organisation, uh, Homestart South East. And Cathy Friedbanks, who's the Chief Operational Executive with the organisation, uh, is my special guest. Well, first of all, Cathy, many congratulations uh, on on the award. Tell us a little bit about about what, what the organisation does. Well, first of all, we're absolutely thrilled to bits to be uh, to be nominated and actually be here today. That's absolutely wonderful. And um, we've well, we support very vulnerable families that uh, have got different issues and, and problems to deal with. And um, and this year we've we've managed to support more families than ever before, all the way through the last year. And um, it's been absolutely vital and uh, and we've received so many letters of thanks and all sorts from the from the families we support some of them are, are dealing with um, terminal illnesses in the family or uh, or they or they lost their jobs or you know they're, they're in financial difficulties that there's families with physical disabilities mental illnesses postnatal depression so they're they're dealing their families are dealing with some very very real and challenging issues absolutely and of course that's been magnified even more over the last year um but yes we're proud to say that we've been able to support 230 families over the last year and uh, almost 500 children again has it been has it been worse because obviously there's been these terrible covid challenges and i know that there's been a huge strain on well on everybody but particularly on families and even more so if they already were having challenges anyway yeah absolutely and Everyone that we look after has got a, a ch- at least one child under the age of five, but many of them have got other children who who were actually at home during, you know, while the schools were closed during the lockdowns and things. So they've actually had a lot more to juggle than they normally would. Um, you know, some that, that are trying to work as well. So it's been very, very difficult for for families during this time, a lot more. And and we've we've also had sort of pregnant mums who've been very isolated because they haven't had the normal support services that they would have had um, pre-COVID, if you like. So, uh, so how do families uh, sort of come your way? How how do you get in touch with the families who are the most in? Because clearly you you can't work with everybody, but uh, but the ones so obviously you. You need to be fairly selective, but how how do you know which families? We get referrals. We've always traditionally got many referrals via social services and health visitors. Um, they pick it up when they go to visit the families. They find out if there's a problem or whatever. Um, but we have this year because some of those services were reduced because um, social workers and health visitors were redeployed in different areas and whatnot. We actually did a big campaign as well that people could self-refer if they were feeling vulnerable or that if they needed a bit of support exactly um so we did do a bit of a social media campaign around that as well so that did bring in some more families for us to hear about and know about and uh, we've we've not we've turned away very little in the way of families this year because we've tried to support them more families, as, as many families as possible because of the problems that are going on um and also because we've introduced a, a whole range of different ways of supporting families because we haven't been able to get into everybody's home to help them in their homes. So we've we've 
You use the expanded the, the, the Zoom and all the rest <laughs> of it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So today's yeah. activities down in Southbourne Beach. That's yeah. a bit of a breakout, isn't it? Then for yeah, a change. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So we've we had we've had Zoom groups going on, um, group therapies and group um, support networks and things like that going on over the last year. But in the last over the last sort of six months we've introduced wellness walks and getting people actually out and about and we've done that all in a socially distanced way and everything else covid safe and friendly um but yeah we were we've been able to get a beach hut for for a short period so that we can actually do some groups on the beach and we also got donated a a gazebo that we were able to put up down there that came from the um the bournemouth north rotary club so we're very pleased with that as well um, and we've got a range of different activities we can do down there. They're doing some soft play on the beach with it's because they're, they're all toddlers down there with the families as well. And I suppose also meeting each other, you know, like the kids playing with the kids and the and the mums and and the dads sort of being able to. I mean, is it mainly mums or is it both? It is mainly mums. Yeah, it is mainly mums. And some of them are, are single parents as well. And uh, and there's been all sorts of other. Um, problems with families obviously as well during the, the covid um pandemic but the uh, the families ma- mainly come with their with their mums because they're the ones that yeah. have got them at home in the day um and a, bit, a bit of respite for them as well i should imagine yeah that's it and yeah. um, and we look at sort of different ways of interacting with the children um you know and uh, and actually how they can stimulate their child in, in different activities and 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 help get them ready for school and that sort of thing as well. Okay. Well, let's have a, a bit of music and then I'm going to take a break and just nip down to Keith Jones and then uh, we'll have some, a bit more music. But then we'll, tr- we'll try and do that link down to Southbourne Beach and, and talk to... It's Kerry, uh, your family right. worker down there. Yes, see if we can See people. if we can join in with them and uh, and have fun. This is Hope FM. Well, of course, I'm profiling the, the work of uh, Home Start South East Dorset uh, uh, today. They are the community heroes in... In the spotlight, uh, selected of course by the Community Action Network, and right now on Southbourne Beach, the sun shining. Uh, there is wonderful activity going on, and uh, that's been headed up by Kerry. Good morning to you, Kerry. Good morning. How are you doing? Um, I'm I'm good. Although there's a part of me that would wish that I was down on that beach with you, looking at the sky. Is it that they are saying that we're going to have a few showers today? But so far, so good. Yes, so far so good. It's absolutely glorious down here. A um, little bit hazy, but definitely the sun's shining. I was very lucky <laughs> to have the good weather. <laughs> now you're you're the family groups leader uh, for with you know with Home Start. So, so tell us a wee bit about what's happening down in there in the beach today, and what sort of things you normally do. Okay, well, so today we've got our group setting, but outside. And what we normally had pre-COVID was a group setting inside, like your average uh, baby group, but we offer sort of emotional support to our families um, and children. Um, but because of COVID, we've had to sort of think about different ways to facilitate the group in different locations. So today we're down at the beach hut. Um, sometimes we're in parks, we do wellness walks as well. Uh, we've got a bit of a soft place set up for the children and the mums are on their own rugs that they've got socially distant. Um, and we're spread out and having lots of fun. Mm, well, I suppose for you it must be like breakout after the past 12 months because you, you haven't been able to get your groups physically together, have you? Well, it's been, it's been very challenging. We've had wellness walks throughout the pandemic, so we've never really stopped supporting our families. We just had to do it in different ways. Um, but, yeah, for some, you know, who have been socially isolated uh, that can't actually leave the house or shielding, 
uh, it's been very, very tough for them as well. So we've offered like a one-to-one telephone support too. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it is, it is literally a, um, you know, a breath of fresh air to be out here in a group setting with our families. Now, if I were to talk to some of the families, what, what, what would they be saying to me you know, about the value of being able to be together and just socialising and the, the kids playing together? They found, you know, they found it very, very tough, um, you know, having to stay home and not having to have that social connection. So, you know, they make the befriending side of things is so valuable to them. And, you know, meeting other mums, just sharing experiences. And then plus with the children actually, um, you know, supporting each other and having the children play together. It, it really makes a difference to them because some of the children here haven't actually seen anyone for over a year, you know. So yeah. it's having, it's, it's getting out of that isolation and back together is really making a difference. To well, them. I hope you've taken a picnic with you, you know, and have a, a bit of food and drink down there as well. Yeah, what we've tried to do is try and be as COVID secure as possible. So we've supplied some fruit like bananas and oranges and things like that that the mums can take and open up themselves for the children. Uh, we encourage them to maybe to bring their own drinks. It's just all for, for COVID reasons. But yeah, we've got, we've got plenty of lovely things going on. We've got bubbles, soft play, lots of sand play. Um, and we'll have a bit of music hopefully soon, a bit of singing. You're, you're making me jealous. I want to join in myself. You know, <laughs> never mind the kids, you know. We're, we're stuck in oh, the studio most, here. <laughs> it's the most amazing job, you know, ever to be around the families and to be able to be out in this, you know, in this beautiful location. So very, very blessed. Now, Kerry, when you're, when you're not on the beach, obviously you do all sorts of other uh, group activities. And so what, what other things do you do? So we do park meetups. So we have like a walk and a play in the parks. Uh, we have what we call wellness walks. We tend to have like buggy, sort of buggy fit scenario. We're not we're not running at all, but we're just walking, keeping fit, keeping our mental health supported um, outside. Um, and then obviously before COVID, we had sort of group settings at Home Start and in the children's centres across Dorset. Yeah, well, look, thank you so much for joining me. I would far rather be down okay. on the beach with you with a live, with a live broadcast unit. But uh, but have have a great deal of fun, and thank you so much for all that you, you and your team do. No worries. Thank you so much, and you're welcome down here anytime. Thank you, Kerry. Take care. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. So that's that's so that's Kerry Rosam, who's a, a family a group a support leader there with with, with Home Start. And I've got it here in the studio with me, Kathy Friedbanks, who's the chief operational uh, executive for the organisation. Well, they're having fun, aren't they? Yeah, it sounds like they're having a good day today. We were, we were worried, but uh, it's all, all good. All <laughs> the sun, good stuff. The sun is shining. So, I mean, obviously, you, the, the organisation Home Start are, are, are doing an amazing work, making a very real difference. Obviously, it takes money to keep the wheels turning and oil. And for, for all voluntary organisations, it has been a tough time, hasn't it? How, how do you support financially the work that you guys do? We've got an absolutely fantastic team of staff and and included within that we have um, fundraisers and and a bid writer as well. Um, And uh, and we've, because we didn't stop at all during the whole pandemic, we just sort of switched from actually seeing people in person to seeing them virtually by Zoom and, and, and supporting them over the phone and whatnot. We actually have all been around for the whole year juggling various things um and um because we all have families ourselves as well um and uh, a lot of the team with with quite young children as well so there's been a lot to juggle but during that time we've obviously been straight on the case to see what funding is out there um to help through the covid 
Um, so we've continued to apply um, for, for different grants and bids and we've been very, very lucky that we've been supported by a lot of other local organisations and businesses as well this year. So we've, um, we've it's our 25th year. Um, Special year then? around, absolutely, yeah. So as part of that year, we, um, Caroline, um, our one of our lead f- fundraisers, um, is actually... Um, had a 25 for 25 campaign so she's been trying to gather the interest of 25 local businesses to support a family as well for us that's a great idea and how's that been going she's been phenomenal because she's actually i think she's only got one more left to go so she's actually just got is she the sort of person that you don't say no to I think she is, yeah. She's she's got all the all the gifts that you could require for that job. <laughs> she's absolutely brilliant. Um, so yes, yeah, she's uh, she's managed to get a lot of business support, and so all of those businesses logos are on our website as well. Um, and we say thank you so much to all of those, and uh, and obviously we're very lucky as well that we've got continued support from the big lottery um and children in need and some of the other and i guess that that families you know particularly you know families that are challenged would have been pretty much top priority because there's been a a lot of strain on families a lot of even with young children the mental health uh, and affecting their speech and so on has been very much in the news hasn't it yeah there's there's been a lot of um issues with families um particularly with families all being cooped up at home together there's you know it's been very very difficult and relationships have suffered um and all sorts as well on top so yes there's there's been an increase as well in the numbers that would normally you know need our services now going forward every organization has a vision you know a forward plan and if you if money was no object and you could do whatever you know whatever uh, there might be a multi-millionaire listening to us right now you, know, know. <laughs> you never know um but what what was what's your forward plan what would what would you really like to do if money were no object well we would just like to support absolutely every family that needed any help from us basically so um yeah um we would provide all of those families with support for as long as they needed it for and uh, and help all the children to to thrive and uh, make sure that every child in in our area can be a happy child. Well, I've not asked you how you got involved with the organisation because, I mean, obviously you're, you're the sort of operations executive, so you're, you're one of those ones making the, the, the sort of the wheels of the organisation turn. But how did you get involved with I, I worked for the NHS for a, a long time in, um, in management and uh, senior positions, um, improving services and things like that. But um, I, uh, I had a lot of personal issues as well when I had my children and, um, and I wanted to do something different after I'd had my son. So um, I, I was looking for something that was going to help me give some more back and uh, so you've been help. through the whole challenge yourself then absolutely i think every single member of staff and every volunteer that works for us has has had their own their own uh, stories to tell stories exactly absolutely and that's what makes it such a brilliant organization but also it, it also reinforces the hope doesn't it that, that, that even though people may find themselves and maybe families as people listening to us right now that they're in a in a dark place and, and can see no way out but actually if nothing else you're, you're holding out hope and support uh, to, to to people who may find themselves in in that position Yes, and um, and that I love hope, you know, hope, hope, heaven. 
um, that hope uh, to to bring yourself forward to a better place is what is what we what we like to think we can help with um, and we've got all sorts of different tools and techniques that we use to help with the families and they take those methods with them so that after about six months or so they've got they some go to- off tools in their box exactly we fill up, fill up the bag <laughs> and then they can go away and use them do you get much feedback you know with families because i guess for some families it might be you know there might be a bit of nerves and you know thinking what on earth am i signing up to here to go forward but when people have gone through you know uh, the the program with you and done a number of activities and had the support uh, what sort of feedback do you get so it's it's absolutely given the lifeline to uh, most you know a lot of our families um and we you know we get all sorts of comments back from them afterwards to say you know we we were the one thing that that turned everything around for them and uh, and they don't know where they where they'd be without us um and uh, and we we like to 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 thank them as well for for taking on everything that we've we've helped them with as well and actually moving forward because it's up to them as well to take that themselves well finally kathy if somebody wanted to learn a bit more about the organization and and what are they best doing is there a website that they can check out yes we've got our website which is um homestart southeast dorset just www.homestartsoutheastdorset.org um dot uk and um and you can look on there and there's lots and lots of information because as well as the groups that we've talked about this morning we we actually a big big part of what we do is actually offer one-to-one support with a trained volunteer um so we're always looking for volunteers as well and we've got a new course starting because they're they're fully trained they go through a whole program before they can become a volunteer you know actually go so there's a lot of support there yeah so there is yeah so we've got um we, we always have in the vicinity of like 75 to 100 volunteers as well that we we wouldn't be able to manage without they're them, the salt so. of the earth aren't they the, absolutely the so we, we thank them every day that they want to come and help for more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.